0: You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 16, My Favorite Oxymoron. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. So you hear Meredith introduce me as America's storyteller. And sometimes people will come up to me and say, yeah, but what do you really do? (laughs) Well, uh, telling stories involves a lot of different venues. So far this year, I've been asked to officiate at 18 funerals. I've been able to fit 10 of those into my schedule. And although I never keep tallies of the exact amount, the math works out to somewhere over 600 funerals. I usually don't bring this up to strangers. If I do, they start avoiding me. (laughs) Yet, after all these years, it took me until last week to notice a two-word oxymoron that I'd never noticed before, unexpected death. Okay, let's think about that. Everybody dies. Everybody has died. Everybody is born to die. How can death be unexpected? But still, I say it. I still think it. Death does seem to come at unexpected times, yet at the same time, we don't say unexpected life. But isn't that true that some of the great moments and experiences we've had have also been unexpected, unplanned, an unexpected laugh, an unexpected beautiful view, an enjoyable conversation, a short story-based podcast that you really enjoy and post a review on, (laughs) Was that too much? Anyway, I just read a statistic a couple of days ago that said the average estate in America is over $700,000. Now, I'm sure there's a few billionaires who are throwing off the average, but it is somewhat sobering, right? Were those people planning on being that generous, or were they not planning on dying? And the opposite is also true. I recall a conversation with a woman whose mother had always dreamed of going back to Norway. She was of Norwegian descent, and she never went. Why? Because she became too old and too feeble to travel to her dream. You see, she had always dreamed, but she'd not planned. In a strange way, she had not planned on living well. If the disadvantage of officiating at funerals means that strangers avoid you, the advantage is you start to become more strategic in living. And so here are a couple of strategies I use that I think you might benefit from. The radio station group I do my Christmas programming on gave me a mouse pad with all 12 months of 2023 printed on it. And so I have some color-coded Sharpies, and I've been highlighting the dates going forward. I have approximately 20 dates that I am looking forward to and planning for. Three weddings, one as an officiant, one as a guest, and one as father of the bride. I have these color-coded as purple for celebrations. And when I get a chance, I imagine what those days will be like. I am planning on living on those days. And I don't mean as in breathing in oxygen. I mean as in taking in the scenery, thinking, noticing, enjoying, savoring. Also in those purple days of celebration, I expect the birth of a grandchild, a road trip with my wife, and of course, Fourth of July's holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And I have eight speaking engagements scheduled. I've highlighted those in orange and red. I guess I could call that work, but it's far more enjoyable than that. I anticipate the uh, challenge and the satisfaction of doing those jobs. And this is how I plan my life. But there's also an unplanned life, isn't there? These are enjoyable moments that you have to develop a skill and look for like a person gifted at finding four-leaf clovers, or, like I've said before, people who can find the insects called walking sticks. There was a summer when I was 10 and my brother was in the 4-H entomology project, and that particular summer, we saw walking sticks everywhere. Why? Because we were looking for them. Now, since then, I have not seen one. Have they become extinct, or have I stopped noticing. And so, I'm trying to become a better observer of unplanned life. When I see or experience something that is delightful, I write it down in my notebook. Each morning, I take about 15 minutes and think about the prior 24 hours and try to remember things that were delightful, and I write them down. Tomorrow, I'll write down the small babbling sounds a baby granddaughter makes and her mischievous smile. I'll also write down the sound of a Twins game I'm listening to on my old-fashioned radio, if they beat the Yankees. If they lose, I'll probably skip that part. The best life is the one that has been anticipated and the one that is also savored, the one that is expected. All of those are Decisions, and for that reason, fit very well into my word of the year, which is, as you know, decide. Decide to live. Life is full of crossroads, and if you are wondering what you're going to do with the rest of your life, with the next 20 years, and you need some clarity, good news, the Masterclass is ready. Ready? It includes one on one onboarding, a self guided and interactive series of steps and coursework and Zoom calls and materials that'll take you from, I don't know, to, I cannot wait for the next 20 years. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, I like that story.net. I like that story.net. Ask about the Significance Masterclass and I'll get back to you. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless.